All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, this is Rachel Feldman with the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I am so excited for this episode. I have my good friend and copywriter, Michelle Ellis here. Uh, We are going to talk about list building and email marketing. One of the biggest mistakes I know that I made, if I could go back in time and go to my original list, it would have been to have better follow-ups in a nurture sequence. So if you're brand new and you don't even know what the heck that is, this episode is for you. And if you're maybe just like I was, or you're in this position where you haven't been following up, this episode will help you understand step-by-step what emails you need in place and what should be included. So Michelle, can you introduce yourself? Yeah. So I've been working with you for years (laughs) Um, and I've been a copywriter. uh, Yeah. For like eight, I'm going into nine years now, which sounds kind of crazy. Crazy. Um, But I started out as a health coach and I went to IIN and then just found myself loving writing and copywriting and getting into the whole mix of marketing. And yeah, that's where I found the best of both worlds, I feel like, because I was able to support a lot of health coaches who I went to school with in copywriting, but then also even just went more broad than that, you know, and just really, I just love writing, marketing, anything, email marketing, anything, sales pages, anything funnels. (laughs) And I love story driven and seeing those stories drive conversions rather than just that like flat marketing that is very, you know, just lacking. It doesn't doesn't even work in the health and wellness world because I think health and wellness branding is so much about our origin story our why are behind the scenes. And I think those stories really help our ideal client get to know us. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the biggest piece is connecting those dots between like that behind the scenes health coach story, like what made you become a health coach and like what you personally experienced and then moving that into how you chose your niche and why you can really help somebody. Yeah. 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 It's like, you have to understand that, that messy story is really what people are going to identify with. And Mm -hmm. I think if we stay too much in that coach position, we get lost. So guys, you can already see, we could have a totally different episode just on story (laughs) copy, but for today, we're going to dive into nurture emails. Michelle, can you explain to everyone listening, what is the benefit of having a nurture email sequence? Yeah. The biggest benefit of having a nurture sequence is really it proves to the reader that you know what you're talking about 
also just that there's genuine care there, but you're adding so much value and experience and stories as well to connect and build that relationship so that they know that they can trust you with their biggest concern, which is either the health of them, their family, or their children. And you have to have that trust factor in order to be able to tell them your deepest personal stuff, right? I mean, like when you are looking for a health coach, you're talking about some really private things, you know, whether it's hormonal, it's like gut symptoms. It's not something that you just buy a product on the internet and you walk away. Right. You have you have to buy that person first. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just, it's like doctor shopping, you know, Um, but it's really looking for that health coach that specializes in what you have that problem with. And your emails can do, they can really help connect the dots and build such a strong connection that they do want to book a call with you, or they do want to get your low cost offer. And they want to take that next step in that relationship because you've shared enough information with them. I mean, a funny funny thing about when I started Rachel's Wellness is I was so deficient in the tech that I couldn't even figure out how to do a follow-up sequence. I literally on the thank you page was putting the freebie download and a message to them because I couldn't figure it out, but I made sure that I had a lot of freebies, but looking back, if I would have taken that time to do those follow-up sequences, Mm -hmm. um, but luckily I did because I ended up hiring somebody who knew how to do follow-up sequences in tech. (laughs) Yeah. You also, I remember you also though had the ability of like MailChimp back then, which it wasn't set up the way systems are set up today, where you have like a one click and then all of a sudden all the emails and everything's populated. You just have to go in there and edit. Back then, all we really had was like the thank you page and the welcome confirmation email. Otherwise we had to set it up individually, but you always had like these value welcome emails. It wasn't just like, oh, thanks for the download. It was like, thanks for download. Here's who I am. Here's my blog. Here's my social media. Here's my YouTube channel. (laughs) So it was like, here's everything. But at the same time, like that was really, it worked, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So so right. I mean, I think that's the important thing when we're talking about coming from a list builder or what we call an opt-in. So some people call it a list builder. Some people call it an opt-in. Ideally, your client is opting in to get this free gift, which is solving a problem. And so the follow-up sequence goes from that free gift. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we have a ton of ideas um, that we can share today too, uh, because, you know, you want different ideas. You want it to be different. Uh, you don't want it to be such a standard sequence, although you could attach it to different opt-ins, but taking these ideas so that you can add more personality, choose which ideas actually, you know, just feel connection even just for you to do and just really help you create an interesting and engaging email sequence. So let's talk about those ideas for somebody who's brand new, or they don't even know what a nurture sequence is. Let's talk about how does a nurture sequence flow so that this person who's just opted in, they're a potential client. We're going to take them through relationship building. Yeah. So we're going to lay out like a seven email sequence um, and share the examples. 
for the whole big overview of that, it would look more like the, e the first email would be very story driven, a lot of your back history, like maybe why you became a health coach. I won't get too detailed because we'll show the examples. The second email could be more value driven. You know, maybe you're giving them some more content. You're weaving in like a client story if you want it to. The same thing with email three, you could really pull more of like a motivational quote that has inspired you, share something that you do that inspires you, um, how it benefits them. And if they, you know, if they do this, let's say it's a vision boarding or it's journaling or it's keeping a food diary, you know, it could be a whole bunch of different things. Email for pulling. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Email four could be like a blog post that you drive them to that either you've written on like a third party platform website, if you've gotten published or your own blog. And then also email five could be really, it would be great. I think in all the emails, but if email five was like, let's say you wanted it to be, if you're teaching something, so let's say it is about oil pulling and you're doing a video, you're actually showing the process of that. So you, throughout this whole experience, they're just getting to see more of you as if they were were in person with you. Email six uh, could be maybe where you're now you're just going to like give them more content, like recipes that they could, it try. could be like a checklist. So if you had your freebie that was on like five hormone hacks, then there exactly. could be a checklist for one of the hacks, something like exactly. that. Yeah. And now they've already opted in. So you don't really have to make them opt in again. You could click and tag them, you know, like do different things, behaviors on the back end. You could just give it to them in Dropbox, whatever's easiest uh, right. are on your list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And email seven, uh, a really cool idea that I thought would be different would be like, your opinion or your thought on like a trending topic. So like, let's say, you know, it's winter and everyone's trying to like, you know, boost their immune system and it's a trending topic. People are looking that up, like weigh in on that with your expert opinion video would be awesome. But even, you know, in the email, just talking about it and answering those frequently asked questions that they might be having, it just positions you and makes you very relatable, you know, as an authority figure. So that's like the general overview, but we also have like the ideas and the examples to and share. And that too. could even be, I mean, I think for somebody who's scared of doing a video, I always say, think of your intro video, like why you've mm -hmm. done this, but to do an educational content piece, you could easily take a PowerPoint something that, uh, you know, of course, relates to what they opted into. So you're taking them through more content education, but also teaching them why it's beneficial for them. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing, like talking about those benefits, talking about the results that are possible when they do it, you know, and just giving that information for them, you know, so that they can consume it, try it, get a quick win, like a quick result from that. You know, maybe they've never heard of oil pulling. Maybe yeah. they do it and they're like, wow, this was amazing. Or, you know, they, they do it a couple more times. They just notice some differences about themselves and then they have you to think. So really just giving them the best that you can in those emails. And I think in those emails, really pulling out nuggets that you, <laughs> I the individual coach know. And I think too often we think, well, I don't know as much of, as this other person, but that's not true. We all have our own unique method. Mm -hmm. And we talk about this when we're, you know, choosing the right signature program and thinking of our method. 
but it's like the things that we do as individual coaches for our own health, for, you know, cleaning up that mess <laughs> that we all went through are the things that we really need to share and sets us apart from somebody else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember when I was health coaching, I was kind of really scared to share this story with people, but I even published it on like Mind Body Green. I, well, they accepted my publication, but I talked about quitting smoking. And like that was a big thing that I had to do. It was something I was really embarrassed to share, but it got a lot of people reaching out to me that were like, wow, I need to do this. And they were even like already maybe trying to live a healthy lifestyle, but it's like that one habit they couldn't let go of. Right. You know, but if I didn't put myself out there and I didn't talk about that, then like nobody would have reached out knowing that, you know? So really talking about those things that you might even just be scared to share, but you need to, because that's going to separate you from everybody else. So let's dive into some of those examples that we're talking about for these emails. Yes. Yeah, so let me can I share screen. Yes. It's, okay. Cool. And for those of you listening, um, you can always go over to YouTube. I'm going to have this on my YouTube channel. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah. So for email idea number one, so let's say this is your, your first email and really this can come after you can combine this. It can come after the confirmation email, right. That they've already downloaded it, right. or it could be like a two in one. So yeah, if you wanted to quickly give them the list builder tool, the opt-in freebie at the top, and then you're going to dive in it. This is more personal story driven. It's not necessarily a copy and paste from like your about page. It really should be something that's like current. You can touch on some of your background quickly. Like I've been a health coach, you know, for X amount of years, I went to the school. This is why I did it. And here's where I am today. So we kind of have to almost think of email marketing, like dating. So yeah. it's like that first time that you're meeting somebody, you're sharing something personal with them for them to get to know you, but think about your ideal client struggles. Think about mm -hmm. why they opted into this freebie, or maybe they opted in to see this masterclass that you've done, or they've attended you know, a workshop and you're sending follow-up emails. You want to really think about what are their problems and what are the things that they desire to achieve? Because for most of you, that mess that you cleaned up is that hero journey. Mm -hmm. You went through the trials and tribulations and that's part of what you really want to address in here. Like, how did you get through what you went through and how is that relevant to your ideal client? Yeah. And really talking about those problems that they might be experiencing right now, whether you've experienced them yourself, you maybe you've even expanded and, you know, you're, you're really helping with a ton of symptoms, not like a ton, but like gut related issues. So maybe they have bloating or maybe they have, you know, gas, all these things that they don't want to talk about. And here you are addressing it and asking them, you know, have you been feeling this way? You know, I've been, you can share your story and definitely also talk about how you solve that problem as a health coach. So you really do want to talk about your method. You want to talk about what it is that you do, you know, that's different from, you know, anything else out there. Like, what do you bring to the table as a specialist in this niche? Right. So if you are a gut coach, then you really want to talk about how do you help your clients, right? How did you help yourself? And how do you help the people that you coach today? Also always in all emails, it's always good to give a call to action. That doesn't mean you have to sell something, but the call to action could be like, reply. 
Facebook group. Yeah. It could yeah. be something as simple as reply to the email. If you have a Facebook group that you're trying to build, if you have a social media channel that you're trying to build, you know, just send them somewhere to take that next step. You have to tell them right to make that call to action. So definitely doing that. My and- favorite one was hit reply because I felt that it gave simple. people yeah. an instant connection. And whenever I would reply back, people would always say, oh my God, this is you. This is not a virtual assistant or an assistant. And it really just made that nice connection. Yeah. And honestly, I think you were one of the only coaches that I knew of that had such a large following as well that would put your real phone number in the emails, even still to this day sometimes, you know, (laughs) and it really does though, create that personal connection. It's not like, even if you have a list of 5,000 plus people, not all of them are going to reach out. Right. But the people that do feel so super connected because you've just made yourself accessible. And that's really, really important. As I always say, do accessible with boundaries. I've learned the hard way Mm -hmm. (laughs) just building when you're building a business and when you're really trying to build your list and get to where you have clients who are coming back or wanting to hire you, make sure that if you do things like hit reply, you know, it's okay if you don't answer it after five, Mm -hmm. I would say that, you know, make sure that if you put your phone number out, that you just have some boundaries. Yeah, definitely. And so that may sound like when you actually are writing this email, like, what does that sound like? You know, it may sound like, you know, Hey, you know, you have their, the greeting, their name, you know, we all know that dealing with whatever the problem is, it's bloating, whatever it is can be embarrassing, especially when in public, you'll never believe what happened to me. And you can really share a personal current story as well. And this is just an idea, but it just helps you. uh, Maybe if you're facing writer's block, you're like, well, how do I start this off? Anything like that. And then talking about what you did, you know, and then just, you know, continuing on in the email with the story, but definitely making it feel very conversational as if you're one-to-one talking to them. Always. That's one important thing too. In all of these sequences and any email that you ever write, you never want to sound like you're talking to a group of people because when it comes to email, it should feel very personal and like you're only talking to them. So try to use like the merge tags frequently with their name, try to address them, you know, with their name. I love Uh, your subject line. I've got to tell you about this because it's like curiosity killed the cat. That person is going to want to open email one because you're telling them something that they're like, I have to figure this out. I have to find out what's going on with this person. Yeah, I love personally using curiosity driven subject lines, but also uh, sometimes I'll use like really just straightforward ones if if they're getting like another free download or if they're getting uh, something that's like accessible to them instantly and it's free, you know, like I want to put what that is in there. So I kind of like to use a blend of both. But when it comes to the story ones, I love to use the curiosity driven subject lines because it they want to know what it, what is that? And they'll open it up. You know, we're just, we're people who are, you know, curious by nature. So it's really good to tap into that for sure. In your subject lines as well for email idea. Number two, uh, you can give a health tip on like their biggest problem. So this is really value driven. You could also add in a client success story who maybe had that same exact problem. I love that. Help that with them. In email number two, I mean, what a way to bring in a testimonial. And guys, if you don't have a testimonial because you're brand new, think about family and friends that you've helped. I guarantee that you've helped somebody and you can reach out to them and say, can I get a testimonial from you? 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I always love to call those like character testimonials, just someone who knows what it's like to get advice from you to implement yeah. it into the result. Because I'm sure health coaches, even before they start, the first people who ask for help is the people we know. <laughs> so friends and family. So definitely reach out to them and don't hesitate. Uh, something else, if you wanted to take that same email idea and even disperse that into three separate ones, maybe you focus on three separate areas or you have like a main niche and then you have like little categorized niche is underneath of that, or if you focus on specific problems, right? So if like, let's say one is skin, one is gut or something else, you can do that same flow for each individual problem and build that sequence out even more. There's, there's really no like limit to a nurture sequence. Email one could be the best way to end the problem. Email two, three ways Mm -hmm. to end the struggle with problem. Email Mm -hmm. three, four tips to overcome the problem. Example, late digestive or hormones, but it could be, as you said, skin, gut, hormone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And going after, you want to go after the symptoms of your niche. So what are they experiencing and how can you address each like laser in on each symptom Mm -hmm. to offer a tip that could really make it life-changing that, you know, you'll be able to give a fast, quick solution in an email, but they're still going to need the coaching. They're still going to need the program. They're still going to need to go to the next step. So if they can have a quick win, then they will continue their relationship, reading your emails, reaching out, that sort of thing for email three. So this is a cool idea, right? So a lot of times we are quick to repost like motivational quotes that inspire us or motivational videos or things that we do that's motivational, but you can really take something like that and just build it into like a story. Like, why is it important to you? How does it relate to them changing their health and their life, right? So it shouldn't be so random as it's just, oh, here's a motivational quote that I love, but maybe it's more about like, when I first read this, this helped me make the decision to commit to changing my health and my lifestyle. So it should be focused in pushing them forward and motivating them to make a change in their health and in their life and the story behind it. It's not just like copying and pasting a quote and sending it out in an email, but really talking about why it's so important and how that helps you make a decision on your health, or even how maybe you have a client who shared something with you similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and an example of that might look like, like, I want to share a quote with you today that really impacted my life. You can share what it is. I'll never forget the first time I read this. You can dive, you know, deeper into that, you know, why it mattered to you in the lesson, you know, and really connecting the dots as a health coach would be you know, how it helped you make a change in your life or have this big aha moment where you knew you had to change something in your health or, you know, anything through autoimmune stuff or, you know, really getting in or being able to cook sugar or being able to commit to your exercises. Exactly. Yeah. Email idea number four. Um, If you have like a blog post that is on your website, you could share that, but also think about Maybe a blog post that has had a lot of traction, maybe like people commented on it a lot, or you noticed that when you shared it on social media, there were a lot of clicks on it. People commented, they loved it. Take that, take like your highest value blog that got the most engagement and put that in an email, but also build it out. So you don't just want to say like, just copy and pasting the blog. You want to build it out. Right. So like recently I wrote a blog about put the title in there. Here's why I wrote it, you know, and you can talk about like why these tips are important to you, why you wanted to share this with them. You highlight what was covered in it. Cause you do want to kind of link them back to that blog, unless you're just wanting to throw it in the email. You could do that as well, but it's always good to like 
drive them back to your website. Typically that's where you have like a consultation, you have your work with me, you have more information there. So you should want to drive Often them. You have another freebie on your main website that maybe, mm-hmm. or you have a freebie in your sidebar on your blog page. So you might get this person wanting to just find out more information. Some people have their Instagram feed. So I think there's a lot of information when you're driving to your website, a lot of value. Yeah. And if you don't have a blog yet, like a website, like you can sign up and get a free blog at WordPress, you know, and there are free accounts at WordPress and you can just start writing. You know, there are so many different ways to be able to share that. Uh, So don't think you need to have like this big, huge, fancy techie website with like a big, huge blog installed and all these things. If you don't have that yet, just go and use like one of the free blogging platforms and share it that way. And then for email five, you could teach. I love this one. This can honestly go in any of the flow. But what I love about it is you're teaching a new skill or a technique. Like, but also what's really cool is if you show a video how to and actually show them, take that next level to explain it to them. You do want to make your video, you know, relatively short, like five minutes less, you know, even 10 minutes is okay, but you don't want like a big, long video in there. It'll just be hard to consume. And also you want to keep it focused on like one how to, right? So if you can do that, then you put that in the video, you can link it, upload it to YouTube, you know, put that in there. I always like to like screenshot the video because we don't, most softwares don't autoplay a video, you know, in the email. So what you can do is you can screenshot it and then have like click here to watch the video underneath. And then you can take them to YouTube, Vimeo, uh, whichever one you want to use, or even if it's public, if it's a public video on your Facebook page, you can link directly to that video as well on your business page. And then email. uh, Oh, and here are just some ideas for that one. So if they're how-to videos, skin brushing, castor oil wrap, oil pulling, the key is to really demonstrate in that video and just position yourself as, you know, an authority figure. Email idea number six is let's say you want to give a recipe away or a handful of recipes, but even just one, you know, maybe it sounds like um, you've got to try this recipe in subject line. The other day I was testing some things out in the kitchen, decided to add a new ingredient to my favorite protein balls. You can show pictures behind the scenes, show yourself making them, what they looked like before, what it looked like after, walk them through that process. And really you're just like, the best thing that I can say in this nurture sequence and even on social media is, Think of yourself as almost like a reality TV show. People love them. (laughs) So the more that you can make yourself real on the line and show that example uh, in photos and videos, people are just going to get hooked and they're going to want to continue coming back to you for more information and value. And then email idea number seven, this is a really cool idea. So this is about hot trending topics. So like, for example, if you're in a season, like we're winter and, you know, they're talking about seasonal colds or there's like a new article that just made the news and people are raving about it. They're talking about it. Like, oh, what's your opinion on this? Weigh in on that with your expert opinion and just share, you know, an email about that. Now, the thing is, is if this is an evergreen nurture sequence, which means explain evergreen, because if we have, yeah. if we have newbies, which I love you guys, these are all words that I would be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Evergreen is really like, it lives there. It's automated all year round uh, or for like ever, right? Like it's a sequence that isn't, it's not impacted by dates, timelines or anything like that. Right. It just, it's 
current, it's always there. It's automated. So if you're going to update your nurture season. So if you did put something in that was about winter and you moved to spring, you can always go and update it. That evergreen nurture sequence, as Michelle said, lives there all year round. It's automated, but you can always tweak them. Yeah. And with an idea like this too, you can always touch on a topic that is a question people will always ask, right? It's a question that it's year round. Like people will always ask, you know, what's the best supplements to, you know, uh, what's the best probiotics, right? right? So that might be like a trending topic. People are still trying to figure that out, you know, and either way that your answer and your response will be the right, same. Like what are the best supplements for hormones? What are the best foods Favorite for products? Hormones? Yeah. Toxic free, all that kind of stuff, whatever you can do to really, uh, you know, keep engagement. So yeah. So really want to weigh in with your view from a holistic perspective. And that would be some really good seven, like solid ideas on creating a nurture sequence that really adds value to your list and just helps to take them to the next step. Always remembering to add some type of call to action. And you can even like graduate that call to action. So maybe in the first email, it's about following you on social media. In the second email, maybe it's like checking out, you know, your blog or a video you've done or something like that. And you can slowly add in like a PS to schedule a free consultation or PS to schedule a free consultation could come on like email three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then this way you're not like, it's not a sell, right? It's still free. But at the same time, what I wouldn't do is like, I wouldn't go putting in, like, I have these programs that you can buy, right? Because we want this to be a nurture sequence, not a promotional sequence. So these would come first before trying to sell anything inside of a nurture sequence. And so when somebody wants to start selling for that coach who says, you know, when is that time? Would you say to go through the nurture sequence and then have sale emails? Yes, definitely. I think that's going to help you. What it does, it's going to warm up your audience, right? Of course, you can immediately send them promotional emails, but they're cold. They don't really know you. They don't, they don't, know, don't know. Yeah. And this sequence for anybody who has a tag-based system for their email marketing, you could mm-hmm. have a sequence like this. So they're not getting newsletters because the newsletters also are nurturing your list, but this is a way for your brand new potential client to really get to know you before they go into any newsletters, any promotion. Exactly. Yeah. That's like the best way to do it. What would you say is your biggest tip for anybody out there who's starting their nurture sequence? Add as much of you as you possibly can and just try to not be scared to share personal things as well as honestly, just getting in front of the camera or just taking pictures of yourself is as much as you can put yourself into these emails is really going to help you just, you know, build that relationship. It's relationship building when it comes to health coaching. So you're trying to build a relationship and you can't do that if you're void, you know, you're not there in your emails, you're just sharing other articles or you're just sharing tips without any story, like really put yourself in it and don't be afraid to do that. All right, guys. So we are going to conclude this episode. I hope this was really helpful. I'm sure it will help to not only improve your list building, but really think about these conversations when you do get people into a direct message or a personal message. You need to build that relationship. So think about your marketing always as building a relationship and how can you infuse your story 
Think about your own method, your own system. What are the things that have helped you to get better? What are the things that have helped people that you've helped and to make sure to infuse those into the emails? So guys, stay tuned for next episode. We will see you later. Peace out. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.